The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What is up? Welcome in. This is the Early Edge NFL Super Bowl 57 Mega Preview presented by Caesar Sportsbook and Casino. I am your host, Alan Bell. And we got a fantastic show lined up for you today. And I'll tell you what, let's not waste any time. Let's bring in the stars of the show and get this thing rolling. First off, now, usually coaches in this spot, but coaches out at the Super Bowl. Maestro, you're out at the Super Bowl. The Maestro, you're joining us. How are we doing, buddy? How's Arizona so far? We're doing great. It's beautiful. It's hot. It's sunny. Uh, activity starting to ramp up. Had a had a heck of a time finding my way through the Super Bowl official shop. But you know what? That's neither here nor there. Let's go. Come on. I, know, I noticed that at the uh, fanfare area, they had a pickleball court set up. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know if there's round two between you and coach going, but that'd be phenomenal. Mike McClure, my man. How we doing, sir? Doing well, AB. Great to see you guys here. Fired up to go through this game again here. Cannot wait. Uh, feels like it's been a month since we've seen these teams play. Let's get to it. Feels like it's been a month since we've seen the Eagles play in the second half. And quite in fact, it has been a month. RJ White, my man, first off, good to see you second what do we need to know about articles and everything else that you've got that's already up on sportsline.com? Because I know this is your week, my man. Yeah, the great thing is that we have a Super Bowl 57 props guide. If you search that term and, and, and CBS, you'll find that on the CBS Sports website that links to all the Sportsline content. Um, the model pick, the model um, prop picks, I'm putting things in there as they get published. Just put up a Super Bowl MVP post that includes my pick that we discussed earlier on the show last week, but also two other long shots I like, including one at 200 to one. So you can go check that out. Um, and then other stuff is going up. I have the Anthem thing in there. I have a, a ton of stuff in there. So that's the landing spot to find all the, the linked content, and then that can get you where you need to go on Sportsline. I love it, man. I was going to say, like, this is your week. This is RJ White week. You have been crushing it for years doing that. So, yeah, everybody make sure to check that out for sure. All right, let's get into the game here. Let's break down the sides and the totals. Maestro, coming over to you first. Now, we might have a little bit of a showdown here setting up. I'm going to toss it to you. You, we can wait till Sunday if that's going down, but breakdown, you've got one play here on the uh, side. Yeah, I like the Eagles, and and I don't think you can anyone can say, oh, I absolutely love the Eagles. They're going to destroy the Chiefs or vice versa. This is going to be a close game. These are the two best teams. Everyone says the Eagles face the easiest schedule. That's true, but the Chiefs face the fourth easiest schedule if you look at DVOA. And, yeah, the Eagles haven't faced – great quarterbacks but the Chiefs have not faced any rushing defense even remotely as good as the Eagles I just think it's going to come down to the fact that on the offensive line and the defensive line the Eagles are better they're healthier going to be a close game I think the Eagles take the lead as they always almost always do and Mahomes rallies them back but just falls short yeah, I mean, you look at the Eagles uh, this season in 19 games they've scored 14 points or more in the first half in 16 of them I mean, you're not kidding. And look, it's not like the Chiefs are a slow starting team either, but it just goes to show you how fast that the Eagles do score generally this season. Now, 
Uh, RJ, throwing it over to you because you've got a play here as well, but on a team total and an under. Hit us, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, just first to back up Larry, I like the Eagles too. I would not play the spread. I think the likely is going to be money line value on Eagles by game day as betters pass on the Chiefs plus one and a half to play the plus odds on the money line. Um, so we see it in a lot of Super Bowls. It happens where it gets a little out of whack from what you'd see in normal games. And you can typically find good value on the the favorite on the money line. So that's what I would be looking for. There's only been one Super Bowl decided by one point. That was Giants-Bills, um, which I hate thinking about, but that's the one. So it may not matter, but uh, there's been an increase in games decided by one point this year it's now about six percent a game 17 total um five of those 17 had spreads under three like this game's going to be so the market expects a very close game i wouldn't let one point cost me i would just play the money line at, at, at minus 125 or if you want to play the mvp pick that we talked about last week you could do that too on the total i like chiefs under 24 and a half at, at minus 110 uh, their receiver injury should determine how this game goes i'm less certain they score a ton of points against this very good eagles pass rush um the number was 23 and a half early last week we were eyeing it seeing if it could get to 24 and a half as the t- the main total in the game crept up and that's what happened the totals now at 50 and a half and so you can get chiefs team total under 24 and a half at minus 110 like playing that phillies d coming off two big performances obviously a big step up in competition here but kansas city has not passed 24.6 times and they were a lot healthier you know early in the year um and in those games and the philly d has allowed 23 plus points just four times so really seems like this team total should be on the other side of 24 i like getting the number of 24 and a half and taking it under Nice. Maestro. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to support what RJ said about that team total. And I'm going to be talking about this on CBS Sports HQ in just a little while. But CJ Gardner Johnson, Avante Maddox, those guys missed 14 games collectively down the stretch. Gardner Johnson was leading the NFL in interceptions with six when he got hurt with the last rate of kidney. And Avante Maddox had an interception and three forced fumbles. That's 10 forced turnovers. They were leading the league in creating turnovers. They didn't have those guys a lot down the stretch. Last week, the NFC Championship game, the first time that whole defense was intact again, and that makes a big difference. Yeah, it definitely does. And, uh, Mike, I'm going to throw it to you here real quick. All right, so a couple different questions for you. All right, I'll be concise. Thoughts, anything that you have, sides or totals, all right, anything in your projections, just, you know, not an official pick, just something, you know, what you're seeing. And for anybody that is maybe a new better or someone that bets teasers, is this a good game to play teasers or no? What are your thoughts there? Uh, you know, I don't mind playing teasers on it. Uh, I think that with all the tools now that you have available, it, you know, if you're on somewhere like Caesar Sportsbook, for example, where you can simply build a same game parlay, I would much rather take alternate lines through certain key numbers as opposed to teasing and then pairing it with another prop that you really like in the game. I think that you're better off to do that than to just build a standard six point teaser. Uh, as far as, you know, which side you're going, you're going to tease the underdog here. You're going to at least get that up to seven and a half, ideally eight and a half or 11 and a half. 11 and a half is a number that I find to be incredibly attractive in this matchup. Uh, again, you're only going to be able to do that realistically if you're pairing it with a third or even fourth prop. Um, but again, I, I would recommend doing that in the Super Bowl. You have options to do it. As far as the total on the game, I think it's a touch too high. Uh, I think the number should be set at 48 and a half to 49. 49 is basically where I make the number, but it is a key number of 51. Um, so anytime you get to 51 or below, I, I think that you can definitely start to hit the under on the game on it. Um, that's where I'm at on that. Now, a play that I'm going to add right now, and one that I, I want other guys' thoughts on it too. I think it's interesting because they don't have to win the game for this to happen. 
I think an interesting way to play the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be to bet them to have the most first downs in the game at plus 100. Uh, the Eagles and Chiefs, no coincidence, they rate one and two in the National Football League in first downs per game. Kansas City ranking number one with almost 24. Eagles one behind them at 23. So the reason I'm looking at this, Kansas City with the weapons they have and where Mahomes is, I don't necessarily see them hitting big home run plays. On the Eagles side with Devontae Smith and uh, A.J. Brown, I could definitely see them hitting home run plays. The Chiefs move the football methodically down the field. That is typically picking up first down after first down after first down. Uh, you also get the game script where they're not winning and they're trailing. You've got ample garbage time where those first downs are a lot easier to pick up, where we, we could see situations where the Eagles are milking the clock a little bit in certain spots. So I think it's an interesting way to play the Chiefs to where they, if they win the game, they almost certainly have more first downs because, again, I don't think they're hitting home runs. Uh, and if they don't win the game, I, I think that they're going to be ultra, ultra competitive in the first down category dude that's a fascinating play all right so uh, rj i'm gonna throw it to you and maestro as well because i'd love your thoughts on that but yet like not only like not winning the game like that that kind of works in i could see in either right it's, if, if they're down and they have the ball like you're right that's how the chiefs operate they they're not a home run hitting team now they can but slow methodical like that's absolutely what they've been rj i'll throw it to you man what are your thoughts on that there yeah, I think the reason is juiced toward the Eagles because they're seen as more of a running team and you have longer drives and do more plays when you're running the ball. Um, and so we'll see if the Chiefs can get any stops there and, and flip it the other way. So I can see why the number is what it, what it is just because of um, that thought on the Eagles. However, the the first down differential, uh, the Chiefs have a little bit of an edge there. I was looking at how many first downs each of these defenses give up as well. And the Eagles are better there, but not by a ton. Um, so I, I think there kind of should be an edge and this probably should be closer to any even split rather than the the numbers that Mikey's getting here. So if you can get that plus 100, I think it's a good play here. Yeah, I was going to say plus money as well. And I think the I think the total number of first downs in the game, I think it's what, 41 and a half. I think somewhere around that one. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Both right teams there. are set at 21 and a half um, wow. uh, on a lot of, between 20 and a half and 21 and a half uh, on the each individual team. Yep. Wow. Dude, this game is even, man. These numbers align. Maestro, what are your thoughts, buddy? Yeah, no, I support that as well. With Jonathan Gannon, the way they play, they sit back in that zone. Third fewest explosive plays allowed by the Eagles defense. Like Mikey said, there's no Tyreek Hill. They're going to matriculate the ball down the field. That's a lot of first downs, a lot of short passes. Nice. All right. I'll tell you what. Speaking of that, let's get us some player problems. All right? Market movements. RJ, coming back to you, man. Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Got to play. Hit us with it. Yeah, so the the his passing touchdowns number is one and a half, and it's skewed to the under. I disagree with that. Kansas City's defense allowed most pass touchdowns to quarterbacks in the regular season, thirty three, and the second place had twenty nine. So a de decent margin that they they were the worst in terms of allowing passing touchdowns. Hurts has thrown multiple touchdowns in nine of seventeen games. Um, so the the concern here is is his health, his shoulder, but he hadn't had to do much in that 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 game last week. So no touchdowns last week, but the offense you know operated fine. Um, he did have two touchdowns against the Giants in the first half of that game. Um, I think we can see something similar here with Mahomes on the other sideline too. If we get to the second half and the Eagles are up big, you can't really take your foot off the gas and expect that he won't rally them back. You got to keep scoring points. So I think he can keep throwing and keep doing what he needs to do, especially if they are playing the run in the second half. And it's also possible the moment is too big for one or more of the rookie Kansas City cornerbacks. Their, their secondary is really built up with a lot of rookies at cornerback and they've played very well, but the Super Bowl is a different beast for, for anyone, much less, you know, a rookie. Uh, and I think they have three of their top four corners are rookies. 
So even with Legereus Sneed looking like he's going to play, um, it's possible, you know, failed assignment or something happens with them and the moment's just too big for them. And you hit some Jalen Hurts long touchdowns there. So, or, or not even that long, you know, just 20, 30 yard touchdown. So I like him to go over one and a half passing touchdowns at minus 109. I think this number should be shaded to the over instead of being shaded to the under. Nice. All right. And I'll say, Mike had to jump off. We made sure to get his pick. He has so many things going on with uh, not only Sportsline.com, CBS Sports HQ, everything for Super Bowl. So we were glad that we could get Mike here to break that one down. All right, now, Maestro, you've got two plays in the player prop segment right here. Break them down. What do you got, buddy? Well, just backing up what RJ said about the passing touchdowns allowed, 33 by the Chiefs, also the fifth most to tight ends. And that's where Dallas Goddard, plus 175, looks very good to me for an anytime touchdown. The Chiefs struggle in that short area, middle of the field. Goddard did score against the Giants. He he leads the team with 10 catches in the postseason and 43% of the red zone targets in the postseason. I know it's a small sample, but those have gone to Goddard, which is obviously the most when you're getting 43% of the red zone targets. So it's just the matchup and the way the Chiefs defend that I think Dallas Goddard, that's good value, plus 175. I've seen it lower uh, on some other books, and I believe this one was from either uh, MGM or DK, but shop around, as always. Price is very critical during Super Bowl week. And the other one, which I absolutely love, Jarek McKinnon, under 8.5 for his longest rush. Now, he only got four carries last week, and now Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been activated. I guess it remains to be seen if he'll have a role in the game, but he's averaging 1.7 yards per carry in the postseason. He hasn't done, he hasn't gone over this number in five straight. He only went it over it five times all season. And he did talk about the fact that he has an ankle injury. He's going to play through it. He's dealing with it. He said it's fine. But that is something that may have really be effective affecting him because even as a receiver, he has not done much 2.3 yards per touch in the postseason. And we've seen Pacheco kind of take over this backfield. I think McKinnon is not going to get more than five carries. And I love the fact uh, that he's got to get nine, which he hasn't done in five straight to beat us in this prop. Nice. Now I'll say this. I think everybody, us right here, everybody in the chat, everyone in the early edge community and crew together would like long shot plays. RJ got one for us, man. What are you looking at here, bud? Yeah, so I talked, speaking of touchdown props, I talked last week about Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. I love that. I believe it was minus 106. It's gone up a little bit. I expect it to keep going up. Um, but let's talk about the, the Travis Kelsey blow-up game. Uh, if he scores two-plus touchdowns, he's probably winning MVP. And that two-plus touchdown is, is plus 430. MVP is plus 1,000. So MVP would be a good play there. What if he scores three touchdowns, though? touchdowns in eight of his last nine playoff games his only miss was the nine point super bowl against tampa bay had just one game with three touchdowns entering 2022 if you remember it was that 2020 playoff game against houston where the chiefs fell behind 24 i think 24 nothing something like that and then rallied for 51 points and kelsey scored all three of his touchdowns in the uh the the second quarter to help bring them back but he's had two three plus touchdown games this year and those pop games are more likely now with no tyreek and the receiving court being what it is is that if he if he is, gets going and is able to exploit whatever his matchup is he has a chance of getting these three put these three touchdown games philly's defense hasn't allowed much protection to tight ends this year but they have not faced very many good ones when we look through the schedule it was like dalton schultz and pat fryer and not a ton else so and obviously even if you face you know the top three to five tight ends in the league nobody's like travis kelsey he's, he's a beast on his own so 
I think the chance that he has one of these blow up games is better than the plus 2300 odds you're getting here. Um, because if he gets to that two at plus 430, I mean, why not get to that third anyway? Uh, we think that the Eagles are going to be able to score points. So I like playing there. Um, I have that. I have five big long shot plays up at Sportsline. There's an article for that that's also linked in that that um, that Super Bowl props guide. And that's one of the featured ones there. But I also have a few others, 50 to 1, 80 to 1, including one, even 200 to 1. So go check those out. Nice. I like it. Question of the chat really quick. My Kim says, who's in the no-fly zone? I'll tell you this. The last four Super Bowls, all four of them have featured multiple interceptions. So there you go. We'll, we'll talk more about that on Sunday. But, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to ride some of those. All right. Uh, Maestro, all right, RJ, I'm going to come right back to you for one second. But, Maestro, I want your thoughts. Just Travis Kelsey as a whole, because I feel like he's probably going to end up being the most popular bet you know, player across multiple bets, right? Whether it's first touchdown, anytime touchdown, yardage, catches, all of it. And I'm not putting you on the spot here. Just your thoughts in general of of where you see Travis Kelsey in this game. I don't take a question about Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl as putting me on the spot. Uh, I mean, this guy is minus money uh, to score. He's the only player that's minus money. 15 TDs this season, 15 TDs in his last 14 playoff games, like RJ said. Um, You know, I I just think you you can't go wrong with Travis Kelsey in this spot and then throw in, you know, the brother versus brother angle as well. And the fact that the Eagles, if they are weak on defense, it is at linebacker. I did see a question in the chat about the national anthem. I want to point everyone to our Sportsline YouTube page. If you go to shorts, uh, video shorts, we have a pickup on the national anthem with some analysis by one of our uh, social team members. Uh, That's worth checking out. It'll take literally two minutes of your time uh, to do that. And then um, I think that was it, guys. Dude, one, nice job answering the question. Two, and working at a plug to the YouTube page for shorts. Well oh. done, Maestro. Yeah, what up? yeah, no, I want to talk about the no-fly zone as well. I mean, Mahomes has thrown two picks in each of his previous Super Bowls. I believe he'll be putting the ball up 40-plus times in this game. I love him over 38-and-a-half attempts, as we've discussed on these shows leading up to the Super Bowl. But, yeah, I mean, with this ball-hawking secondary, with C.J. Gardner-Johnson back at safety, I think there's a great chance uh, to get a Mahomes pick in this game. Look at Maestro getting in the no-fly zone. I love it. All right, I'm going to ask you guys one more question, and then, RJ, I promise I'm coming to you for game props here. All right, I saw a stat today that of the last 11 Super Bowls, okay, only three of the opening kickoffs went for a touchback. All right? I think you could get it at, like, opening kickoff, touchback, no, like, minus 130. Does anybody have any thoughts on opening kickoffs for a touchback. Cause I feel like I read that and it didn't make sense. And then it made complete sense that it's the opening kickoff. Of course, you're going to want to bring that thing out. Anybody have any thoughts there? Yeah, it's yes, one fifty minus one fifty five right now, and no plus one twenty five, and it shifted with the the rule change. You know, with moving it up and them trying to remove the kickoff returns a lot from the game. Um, so you went through a long stretch where you didn't get one because teams just booted through the end zone. But then some teams have gotten a little bit smarter about trying to kick it right to the goal line, um, and then getting that return and, and get the other team to start on the fifteen to twenty yard line instead of twenty five. Um, I haven't really dug into whether these teams do that a ton or not, so I couldn't give you a, a play there. Um, but that's the reason why it used to be a 
uh, touchback every single time uh, or no touchback every single time. And now, now, now it's flipped the other way. Um, is that stat you're talking about? So once, what was once a lock profit you bet every single year, you just can't do anymore. Dude, look at RJ all over it. Yeah. Vice showing up. You know, just one thing on special teams, you know, there was a point in the year where the Eagles defense and the Eagles offense were both top five and the special teams was the problem. Uh, in that game against the Packers, they had two long kickoff returns over 50 yards that they allowed and a 30 plus yarder. And they made a lot of changes. They called the guy up from the practice squad. They they really took it personally, just reading some stuff about these special teams guys. And over the last stretch of the season, they've actually been the number three special teams in the entire NFL. Just something to watch. I found that very interesting uh, that the special teams guys were kind of upset that they were being pointed out as the weak link of the Eagles. Dude, great information right there. Great information. RJ, coming to you. You've got two game props, and I've got a question for you afterward that I want to ask both of you guys and your thoughts on it. But RJ, I'm going to get out of your way. Yeah, two plays. Hit it, buddy. First one, no score in the first six minutes of the game, minus 145. Seems like these are good offenses. You think they're going to score a lot, but we've seen good offenses playing Super Bowls before, and, and they just haven't done it recently. No score in the first seven minutes of the last six Super Bowls. And teams tend to start slow in these games. It's a long buildup in pregame, much longer than anything else these teams experience. You get the nerves before, before you know, even experienced players get nerves you're playing at the Super Bowl. Um, so it, it's a little bit more clunky and a little bit more low scoring at the beginning of these games. Um, so that's why this prop I believe it was released at minus 130 for no score, and it's moved to minus 145. Like playing on that one. Kansas City and Philadelphia both last gave up a score in the first six minutes of a game on November 20th. That was week 11. These teams just don't give up early scores on defense a ton either. So I think we're going to see more methodical play, less big play in this game, especially early, and that one's going to hit. The other one I like is longest touchdown yardage, under 40 and a half yards at minus 105. Only two of the last eight Super Bowls have had touchdowns of even 35 yards long. Um, and, and these teams aren't really conducive to getting these huge play touchdowns. Phillies had three all year of 41 plus. One was exactly 41 and one was on a Gardner Minshew pass against the cow. You know, that one of his big plays that you're not going to get in this game. Uh, Kansas City's had four touchdowns of 41 plus one, exactly 41, 142. Um, but again, they're dealing with injuries at receiver. So who's going to maybe fail out this can get a big one. But if you, you can't defend the one guy that can go deep on them, what are you doing if you're the Eagles defense? So it just seems to me like we're not going to get a big play touchdown in this game. It's going to be a lot of methodical stuff, some field goals, some, um, some closer touchdowns, but like playing that one at under 40 and a half it just seems like especially a minus 105 this number should be a lot lower all right now maestro come right at you man talking about first drives in turn well talking about you know no scoring here first six minutes but the first drive result talk to us man what do you got yeah, one thing I find interesting is that, you know, if you don't if you go for it on fourth down and you don't get it, it does not go into the official stats as a turnover. It's just a failed fourth down conversion. But for the purposes of the bet and on Caesars and other books, result of first drive, if they go for it on fourth down, which we know both of these coaches love to go for it on fourth down and will be aggressive in the Super Bowl and they don't get it and you pick turnover, which is plus 550 for the Chiefs, you're going to cash that ticket. So if you go turnover plus 550 for the Chiefs' first drive, you can cash that with a fumble, a pick, or a failed fourth down conversion, which is looking a little bit uh, enticing to me so far. I like that. I like it a lot, dude. Well done. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil, take a look at cap here, courtesy of Jake the Snake. It looks glorious. And my show, we sure do appreciate it. I know you got to run. Thank you so much, buddy. Great information there. All right, RJ is on. 
Chiefs team total under 24 and a half. Jalen Hurts over one and a half pass TDs. Uh, no score in the first six minutes of the game. Uh, that's minus 145. And the longest TD yardage under 40 and a half yards. That is priced at minus 105. The Maestro, Larry Hartstein, is on the Eagles minus one and a half. Dallas Goddard, anytime touchdown, plus 175. Jarek McKinnon, longest rush under eight and a half yards. And then Mike McClure is on Chiefs, the most first downs at plus 100. Now, before we get out of here, one more thing. RJ, got a question for you. Okay. So, talking about, you know, no scoring, you know, first six minutes under that, I'm right there with you. I've already played myself personally, you know, Chiefs first. Uh, drive, no points. Eagles first drive, no points. Here's the question I have for you. I also look and found the first punt of the game. Okay? Will it be a fair catch? And it's like plus 130. Thoughts on that? Well, if you're getting the fair catches, you're probably going to get a little bit longer drives, not to field goal range, but they're going to have punted from a place where the the end zone comes into play. Um, And so does the punter get close enough to make it a touchback? These punters typically don't do that. I believe you can get punter touchback odds too, and both of them are heavily skewed to no. So so we're not expecting touchbacks there. So that means that either they just let it go and it gets downed or it's a fair catch at the 10-yard line, 8-yard line, whatever it ends up being. So I think that could happen, especially if you see a drive being able to pick up a first down or two at the beginning of the game but not get too far you know not get into field goal range obviously and if you're punting from back in the 20 your own 20 yard line 25 yard line it sets up an opportunity for a return so you really just have to kind of think of is there going to be a first down or two on that first drive before if you're going to play that fair catch prop dude see you are the man i love that you had the answer ready to go on it all right everybody thank you so much for tuning in we will be live uh, normal time, Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for more best bets for everything Super Bowl 57, not to mention NBA, college basketball, NHL. Keep going down the list. But thank you so much here and everyone. Best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you tomorrow. On May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus.